no, not again. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Charlotte. And welcome, welcome to, to Perf, Perf Damage. Damage, the weekly podcast hosted by a movie-obsessed husband and wife team who work in the film industry. We'll share stories of film production and restoration. We'll review and recommend. We'll examine the minutia of subgenres and even microgenres. And most importantly, we will tackle the art of the double feature. Just remember, all our opinions are our own and do not represent those of our employers. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Right. Welcome back. Welcome to our very, very spooky edition. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I can see myself in the mirror, and this is definitely a spooky image. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's intentionally spooky. We are dressed up for a Halloween party. We had some time before yeah. we have to go. Yeah. So we decided, why not drop by? Why don't we discuss our top five? Yeah, we're going to do them pretty fast. All right. So let's uh, let's. Roll it. Let's start at the top. Coming in at number five, we've got Mad Monster Party 1967. Right. This is one that I think is probably not on a lot of people's radar. Yeah, but it's um, it's a really cool kind of kid-friendly horror musical mm-hmm. um, made by Rankin and Bass, the, the, produced by Rankin and Bass. The guys that did uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty, Frosty the, the Snowman, Snowman those all those cool. holiday classics yeah. that we all love. Um, it's got similar animation style, which is really cool. All the monsters are kind of very comical. Um, they were all designed actually by Jack Davis, the guy that co-founded Mad Magazine. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, so he designed all the monsters. So uh, they have like these kind of very um, big proportions, you mm-hmm. know? I love the werewolf. I love the werewolf yeah, too. Yeah, he's really- He's all like hung over. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's hung over. Oh, he might be hung over. He though. might be. He might have had a good I mean, time. He does like to party. Okay. So this is one of your favorite horror musicals. Adam picked this one. Yeah. But I love it too. What is your favorite song that's in this one? Oh, uh, my favorite song never was a love like ours. Never was a love like mine for you. And it's just a really beautiful 60s torch song. I don't remember it. How does it go? <laughs> I don't remember in this one. It's I would have to have the music to sing along with this one. I can't just off the cuff it. Sorry. Are you going to recommend it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a fantastic song. It's, I mean, it's I can so sing. so good. I don't even remember but, it. No, I can sing. Do the mummy. Do the mummy. My favorite would probably be the opening title song. I also like all the instrumentals because they're very much like 
that exotica tropical sound. So if you like Martin Denny or Arthur Lyman or that whole thing. Or Henry Mancini. Or Henry Mancini, yeah. did Pink Panther. This is the soundtrack for you. Yeah, and, all, all and the, the music sounds too. like Pink Panther. All it the does. like musical interludes yeah. kind of sound like yeah. Pink Panther. I could listen so. to the soundtrack. It's got that vibe. It's very cool. Got that vibe. Yeah, and it's a fun story. So, fun so check it out if you haven't seen it. Mad Monster Party, nineteen sixty-seven. Coming in at number four, we have Anna and the Apocalypse, twenty seventeen. <laughs> the same as always this is great you know it kind of rode that wave with um glee and high school the musical what's it about it's a zombie musical you know so it's like Shaun of the dead if Shaun of the dead was an episode of glee yeah absolutely at the beginning of the film our main character is very oblivious to what's going on she's walking through town and all this stuff mayhem's happening happening behind her but she's too in her own head to like really see any of it yep Also, this uh, debuted at Fantastic Fest in Austin. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was the very first time it ever played. There are three different versions of this movie, if you're looking out for it. There's the U.S. version, which is 93 minutes. There's the U.K. version, which is 98 minutes. And now there's a director's cut, what they call the festival version. uh, And that's 108 minutes. It has a whole extra song in it. The vice principal gets a song. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite song is called Human Voice. Oh, yes, I forgot that. It's one of those scenes where the whole cast comes together, kind of like in a Broadway musical. I need a human voice. I need a human voice. Something that I can hold. Something that I can hold. In my ecstatic noise. In my ecstatic noise. I need someone to break through. Yeah, it's a fun movie i'm just gonna say fun again it's a fun one yeah it That's is what you say every i always time. say it it's gonna be on my gravestone <laughs> yeah, well, it a- was a fun one adam barker life it was a fun one it was fun it yeah. was good it was fun it was fun it was fun that's a good one <laughs> that's it, a good one it's a fun it was fun. It, it's a fun is even better <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. the wine is gone directly to fun. my head already this one is your pick, so I think that you should do the honors for number three. Yeah, so we we settled on the top five, and then whoever originally suggested it, uh, suggested it that's why we're saying it's yeah. your pick or my pick. Right, right. Yeah, so, yes. So, number three, Happiness of the Catacuries, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Takeshi Miike. Yes, Yes. directed by Takeshi Miike, who did Audition. And Ichi the Killer, the same year, 2001. So crazy. Yeah. So Uh, prolific. Yeah, he's he's incredible. He's a crazy director. He does all these different genres, all these different styles of films. And this film is as if he took every genre and mashed it all into one movie. (laughs) Sort of is. So it's a Japanese film, and it's about this family who has a bed and breakfast, and their first customer ends up dead or so when they first discover the first body there's this great musical number 
the thing is, it's in Japanese, so I don't really remember what the songs are called, and I don't, I don't sing along. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's funny too because the movie starts out pretty straight, like yeah. a, a, like a normal film. Yeah, and then when the first body is discovered, that's when it turns into a musical all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't even know it's a musical unless you had unless seen a trailer or something, or or you had seen this <laughs> and we ruined it for you. Yeah, but there's a lot of great songs. So a song will happen and it's very over the top and it's in some style. There's one that's sort of a sound of music one. There's one that's like a karaoke style. So it's got like lots of like starlight filters and lights and it's even got the words on the screen that you can sing along. There's one that's just a straight up love song that's I think your Oh, that's favorite my favorite song. one. Yes. Yeah. I think it's called I Love You. I love you. He does the funkiest dance where he throws his leg over <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm on the thing. over the uh balcony yeah. and does this kind of like round thing. Around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to woo her. It's great. And then they end up flying. That would woo anyone. Flying through the air, too. Like he flies multiple times, yes, actually. Yes. But the thing is, that's that's the thing about this movie. So there's all these musical numbers. Crazy stuff happens. There's even a claymation scene when some oh, yeah. lady's eating soup. She brings up like a thing Little out of the demon soup creature, and, and then it. She screams and it it turns into claymation and it's this weird little angel looking demon thing and it sees her uvula and it looks like a heart so it reaches in and takes it out and then the heart flies off so it chases it. It's just, yeah, it's it's as weird as it sounds. We cannot describe how (laughs) weird this film is. Yeah, if you've seen the Japanese film House, Hasu, this is very similar in a way, only it's musical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has these kind of crazy It's not fluctuations. a psychedelic, right? Yeah, right. But it's got that weird humor where just sort of random stuff happens. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. anyways, weird. Happiness of the Categories, 2001. Highly recommend it. Even if you don't like subtitles, get over it. Watch the movie. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so, wild. It's fun, but it's also wild. It's unabashedly insane. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to number two. Number two, which there is a controversy about this one. Well, no, I would just say it's not a controversy. I just wanted to highlight different things than you did in this one. So this one, we're actually going to do a slash, like a split. Slasher, yeah, but not so a slasher. Charlotte's got her number two, and I've got my number two, but they're related. They're related. So they technically were just lumping them into one thing. So what's your number two? You want me to go first? No, I guess I probably I think you should, should go first because your number two leads into my number it two. It does, it yeah. does. Coming in at number two. A very unsurprising Rocky Horror Picture Show, 1975. Well, I mean, I think it's probably surprising to a bunch of people that it's not number one. It's number two. And if you know us, you know what our number one is. <laughs> you already <laughs> I mean, know. we've talked about it multiple times on, on the pod. If you've been podcast. to our house, you probably we probably made you watch the movie and we sang along the whole time. But that's number one. Yeah. Let's get back to number two. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. You know, my favorite song is I'm Going Home. Because hey, I've seen... Oh, blue sky. 
going home. It's the song when Frankenfurter is being kind of deposed on his mission because it was a failure by Riff Raff and mm-hmm. Magenta. Magenta. And um, he's kind of telling his story, you know, he's, he's saying, hey, I came to Earth. I found out it was wonderful and exciting and I lived every moment to its fullest. And it's got so much pathos and it's beautifully sung yeah, it's by Tim a lot Curry. Of soul in it. Yeah, um, and it's one that he sang at karaoke quite a few times. Oh, it's times. definitely that's one of my <laughs> probably go- happening tonight. Yeah, it will definitely happen tonight because this is a karaoke party. One of my go tos for sure. I like over at the Frankenstein place. I think that's one of my favorites. In the Over at the Frankenstein place. Over at the Frankenstein place. <laughs> I love it because it's zo- in that song, they zoom in on the window of the Frankenstein place because yeah. it's the 1970s and they had to show off their zoom lenses. This is going to lead into mine. So your number two. So my number two is the sequel to Rocky Horror called Shock Treatment. It was made in 1981, directed mm-hmm. by the same guy, Jim Sharman. All the music was written by Richard O'Brien. So mm-hmm. the same musical uh, writer and... Richard O'Brien returns, Little Nell returns, um, Patricia Quinn returns, Charles Gray returns. The two leads, though, are replaced. So Susan Sarandon, she is replaced by Jessica Harper. Mm-hmm. Barry Bostwick, as Brad Majors, is replaced by Cliff DeYoung. I like this one. A lot of people don't even know that it exists, uh, and that's why I'm highlighting it. It's not as good a movie. Well, we'll I'm going to put that right out there. This movie is not nearly as good. You know what it's really missing, though? Why this movie's not very good is it doesn't have a Tim Curry, like a major antagonist for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of fails at that. It kind of pits them against each other. And you don't want to see that. No. You, wanna, you don't want to see Brad and, and Janet fighting. This one deals with commercialism and television yeah. and how it uh, affects people. The music, though, I, I, this is where I think it really excels. And Charlotte, it doesn't agree with me. She doesn't like the music as much. But I think there are some real, really good songs in this one. Like um, the main song, Shock Treatment, is a That's- real earworm. You need to be the- Shock Treatment. Oh, you treat me like a real live wire. I mean, it's, it's a really, really good one. Yeah. But the other one, that Denton song. I love think, Denton. Oh, so I, I love Denton. No. Wait, I'm going to do the jazz hands. Ready? Denton, Denton, you just like to mention. Do they actually do the jazz hands? They do. The well, there's a bunch of cheerleaders and stuff in that And number. so you've just interpreted uh, well, this, jazz Well, this, this is my, these are my pom-poms. Okay. Yeah. I just think it's just underseen and I just would like to highlight it for people. Uh, I would say seek it out. It's definitely not the better film, um, but it is a kind of fun continuation. But if you're looking for a science fiction double feature, 
it is the one to pair with it. Or you can just go to our number one. Number one. Number one. If you know us, you know what this one is. Coming in at number one. Phantom Phantom of of the the Paradise. Paradise, 1974. This is one of our favorite movies. Directed by the great Brian Brian De Palma. Palma. One of his underseen films. Yeah. Brian De Palma, who did Carrie, who did Mission Impossible. Body Double. Body Double. Dressed to Kill. Dressed to Kill. Yeah. So many great films. We didn't even name half of them. Yeah, and it's got all of his visual stylings. It's got uh, split Split, diopter. It's got split screen. And it's got music by Paul Williams. Oh, Paul Williams. We watched it on our first date, and it's just been a big part of our relationship. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to say which song I would I like the most because yeah. Well, what what is the movie about? It's yeah. It's the Phantom of the Opera story mixed with the portrait of Dorian Gray mixed with Faust. Mm-hmm. All That's set a very against good way of putting it. All set against the backdrop of uh, the rock and roll of the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Very well put. Did yeah. You, did you write that out in advance? No, I did not. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> What's fun about it is that it kind of goes through all the different stylings that were yes, popular. Yes, then. it starts off with Goodbye, Eddie, Goodbye, which, which is, is kind of 50s throwback. And then you've got the Beach Bums, which yeah, sing upholst- they sing upholstery. upholstery and which that's is, when the split screen happens during that song. It's their Beach Boys yeah. kind of send up. And it's fantastic. Carburetors, man. That's, that's what, what life, life is, is all about. about. goodbye eddie goodbye that whole song is about a guy that his little sister needs an operation and he doesn't have any money so he decides to kill himself kill himself so that his album will become a big hit posthumously (laughs) so that his family will have money for his sister's operation that's how they start the musical in this movie it's so good Later on, they're looking for a new band and they find uh, this kiss, this kiss like band uh, that, you know, wears makeup. They're kind of glam rock. But one of my favorite scenes in the film is when they have that song and they're uh, auditioning all these different bands. Yeah. And so you hear the same song, but done in like country, done in soul, like Motown style. Someone I failed and left behind. Wrong, wrong again. To work it out, I let them in. All the good guys and the bad guys that I've been. Pretty, but no. All the devils, they disturb me. And the angels that defeated them somehow i like all the working out i let them in (laughs) all the good times i wish that we had the whole version of the song that way and the bad guys that i've been i love it so good so good yeah i mean we can't just (laughs) i mean we could talk about this all night because we We love it so much we do and if you haven't seen it see it yeah absolutely see it 
see it for De Palma, see it for the wonderful music, yeah, see it because it's actually a really good movie. And Jessica Harper, who's in Shock Treatment, yes. is the star of this one, which we forgot to say, and she's got some great songs. Our love is an old love, baby. It's older than all our years. I have seen in strange young eyes familiar tears. We're all souls in a new life, baby. They gave us a new life to live and learn. Anyhow, those are our. Yeah, those are our top five. Um, You know, there's tons of them out there. Yeah, what do you think the first horror musical was? I have no clue. I don't either. When did that start? I mean, we've got Mad Monster Party. That's the 60s. Yeah, that's the 60s. There's got to be something right around there, right? Yeah. You would think. I don't know. Be worth looking into. When we don't have a Halloween party to get to. They want to hear your uh, rendition of some Rocky Horror hits. Yeah. They no. want Charlotte to do the time warp is what they no, want. No, no. What they want is I wait until <laughs> people sing like really upbeat songs and then I go up and do Eric Carmen's all by myself, the seven minute version to really bring the party down. Yeah, it has a 32 bar instrumental <laughs> and I wait break in all it. 32 bars. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that every year and now people are asking for it. Now I kind of don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they, they want it. They want it. I don't know. Yeah. It's supposed to be punishment. I know. You're <laughs> not supposed to enjoy this. <laughs> Anyhow, I know you'll do your Rocky Horror. We'll probably do some Phantom of the Paradise. Probably do some uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch to do another oh, musical. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Albeit not a horror musical. But anyhow, that's what we're going to be doing. Hope you guys have a good Halloween and dressed up and look as ridiculous as we look. Yeah. Thanks for joining us here. In costume. Yeah, in costume. In what costume? I don't know. You tell us. You tell us. There's a pin on the line, guys. A pin on the line. <laughs> Get some rewards. Yeah. I think it would be. It's very hard. You can't even see our whole costumes. Um, right. Not that that would help you, but mine's more like the close up of the makeup, but I'm not going to get close up because it's hideous enough from, <laughs> from a distance. Anyhow, thanks for joining us. Yeah, until next time. You always screwed up. up? No, it's not until next time. What is it? I can feed that line to you, and I know that you won't get the thing. What is it again? (laughs) He says it every week. I don't remember. We've been doing this how long? Thanks for joining us here on on Perf Damage. Damage.